0: Shri Guribhasana Guru Parampara ki jaya, Shri Chaitanya charitamrita Amrata ki jaya, Gaur Bhakta Vrindha ki jaya, Gaur Premanam Welcome everyone, good evening. Chaitanya Charitamrita, which we were doing last time when I was here, and we did little reading and discussion also in Madhuvan, And um, while we were here last, we discussed the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu <clears throat> as they are described, pastimes in Benares, as they are described in in Adi Lila after the Mangala Charin where so much of the philosophy and theology is brought out by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, <clears throat> we find him glorifying the, uh, the method, as I sometimes say, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's madness, Kirtan, that that uh, that the pancha Tattva, who are the subject also of the Mangal Charan, the five Chaitanya Mahāprabhu and his four principal associates, Chaitanya Mahāprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, Advaita Prabhu, Shivas and Grada Pandit, mm. the three Prabhus, three Vishnu Tattva, I should say two Prabhus and one Mahāprabhu, and uh, Advaita, Nityananda and Chaitanya Dev, and, and the Shakti Tattvas of Srivas Thakur representing the Tatastha Shakti and the Gadara Pandit representing the Antaranga Swarup Shakti that Bhakti is constituted of. So again, this is the subject really of the, of the Mangalacharna and, and of the book, Chaitanya Charitamrita. And we've written a book about that, as you know, which is at the printers. So we hope to have that out and available here for the festival coming later this month, end of this month. Um, but as I was saying, we, we, the section of Chaitanya Charitamrita where Mahaprabhu is first described in Benares on his way to uh, Vrindavan follows that Mangalacharan uh, extended commentary, commentary, auto commentary on his own Mangalacharan verses um, in a natural way. It follows in that the the subject is the Panchatattva, the last verse of the Mungal Charn is directly glorifying the five members of the Panchatattva and describing what they did, how they, together, in the language of Krishna Nas, in Prabhupada's poetic uh, translation, plundered the storehouse, it's a famous one, of love of God, and distributed it, and the more they distributed it, the more it grew, and and umpurnamadahapunamidam, as the Upanishad says, one minus one is one in the absolute realm. The more they gave it out, the more it, you know, it the balance was never depleted, and so on and so forth. Um, and so some discussion then arose um, uh, with regard to his Sankirtan and opposition to it. Hmm. And it came in the form of Mayavada, philosophy in benares which was a stronghold of that monistic uh, perspective on the absolute that uh, is is not uh, thought to be a accurate representation of what the shastra says mm-hmm. But a, a distortion of that. And uh on the part of Shankar, who's the incarnation of Shiva and why he did it and so forth, these things were discussed in that chapter and um and and the objection of the Mayabad to the to the transcendental emotions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the idea of transcendental emotions, which they have no idea of. Hmm. Uh they're simply for shutting down the material emotions and um and um attaining a state of non-experiential peace if you can imagine there's no experiencer so but anyway end of suffering um, uh, it's uh, a reality uh, thought to be a reality that's that we do not feel as Gaudiya vaishnavas nor any other vaishnav school Is an accurate representation of the nature of the Absolute. We do identify something similar to that, which we call Sayujamukti in our school, which is a kind of emerging of the Jiva into Brahman. It's short of passive welcome, passive adoration of the Absolute, his form, Um, and um, similar to losing. A sense of individual um, individuality as an individual unit of of consciousness. Um, it doesn't afford the sahaja mukti, the jiva, the opportunity to experience all of its potential as an experiencer, as a knower, as a doer. Um, so it's similar to the idea that Shankar posits, but very different at the same time, because in Shankar's Idea: There is no individual jiva, and there is no world of Maya. We accept there is a Maya, the world of Maya. It's not what it appears to be. There is a jiva. The jiva is not merely an illusion. The jiva never be, is is not one in an absolute sense with Brahman. Hmm? It's similar, but different at the same time. Um, so, uh, when anyway, the opposition to the, the, the Sankirtan came, and we were discussing that, and Mahaprabhu's display of of ecstasy, spontaneous ecstasy through hearing and chanting and, and in the public and so forth, which seemed, from the body's perspective, very unbecoming for a sannyasi to be singing and dancing in the streets. Um, sannyasi became a hippie or something like that, and <laughs> it was inappropriate, they thought. Um, so, very beautifully, um Krishna's kind of as an afterthought to the philosophy and theology of Gaudiya Vedanta, um, contrasts it with one of the main, if not the main uh, opposing uh, philosophies of the time, hmm? um, opposing uh, opponents, if you will, philosophical opponents, to his Gaudiya Vedanta the, the, the Mayavad doctrine, so, um, the contrast is given, and Shaitanya Mahaprabhu of course defeats the Prakashananda, and then converts them all to, to, him and his sannyasi followers to, to Vaishnavas, and Banaras, tastes ecstasy of prema, um, and from there, Krishna Das, in the next chapter, tells his own story we heard about that also. We discussed that here. Was it here? I believe so. Or in Madhavan, but in recent times. Um, how he came to write Chaitanya a Very moving uh, section, a glimpse into the into the into the heart, inner life of the great uh Vaishnavacharya, Krishna Ska and his deference there for Vrindavan Das Thakur, his predecessor Roo Chaitanya Nibhagat. Um Again, how he was blessed by Madan Mohan and the assembled Vaishnavas in Vrindavan. It's kind of a follow-up from the section in the fifth chapter of uh, his Mangalacharn commentary, where he also revealed something about his heart and the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, how Nityananda Prabhu came to him with his associates in a dream, all dressed like coward boys with flutes and horns and sticks, and colorfully dressed, chanting Krishna, 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 and um, told him, Nityananda told, Go to Vrindavan, all your desires will be fulfilled. And this, in response to Krishnadas's leaving his home, his family home, it was his brother's home actually where he was living, because he found in that home, although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was respected, Nityananda Prabhu wasn't. And Krishnadas concluded, there's no question, of respecting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and not respecting Nityananda Prabhu, therefore, I'm out of here. Something like that. And he became homeless. Hmm? Um, and Nityananda Prabhu came and said, You can live with me. Hmm? Uh, it's Narottam it says, The way to Vrindavan is through Nityananda Prabhu. He is very merciful. You give us shelter from from the storm, from the from the uh, forest fire of of Samsara, <clears throat> and so Vrindavan Das or Krishnadas, excuse me, was immediately the next morning took off for Vrindavan, and he was young at the time. It is now in his old age, in the eighth chapter of this book, uh Chaitanya Charitamrita, that he tells then. little further reveals something intimate about his life and how in his old age he was selected by the community of vaishnavas Hmm? and perhaps his title was bestowed upon him in kavi raj kavi means learned person poet um and the raj of course means king king of the poets and he wrote Chaitanya charitamrita if christian if 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 jet if Sumad Bhagavatam is the grantharaj the king of the of the scriptures hmm? granta means it means scripture it also means not hmm. it's the king of knots because it will tie you to krishna in a way that you could never never escape <laughs> yeah. Yeah it is said that niya granthapi Bhagavat Sukadev was beyond the knots, the world knot. Schopenhauer had a term, he was a German philosopher, of course, with times gone by that was influenced by Vedanta and Buddhism, and he had a term, the world knot, which is basically uh, his rendering of the ahankar, the material identification that uh, binds us to to the rounds the world of birth and death and so forth to, to untie that that knot hmm? it's difficult uh, to untie that knot once pujapad marsha described the gordian knot of whomever it was that said whoever can untie this knot will conquer india and many princes came and tried to untie the knot and they were unsuccessful, and the young Alexander came and said, I can do it. And everybody said, oh, the boy will do, let us see. And they laughed. He pulled out a sword, and he said, I did undid it. <laughs> so, Siddhartha used this example to say that bhakti is a very common sense approach hmm, to solving the problems of life. But we might add with a footnote that there's not a lot of common sense available in the world. It's very simple, it's very easy, Bhakti. You want to love? Love. You want to love? That's what you're doing. And you have an identity based on your attachments. Attach yourself to Krishna, love Krishna, have an identity in relation to him. It's simple. Simple approach. And then all the accomplishments that can come through difficult and arduous practices... Through study, through austerity, hmm? through yoga disciplines of controlling the mind and the senses, and so all this can come simply by hearing about, hearing and chanting about Krishna. Hmm? Um, it's not exploitation. It's not renunciation. It's dedication. Hmm? And uh, as we've talked about. Many times the, the the work, the action that's involved in exploitation, and the and the non-action, and contemplative pursuit and inner um, direction, of renunciation, both the inwardness, and the, in a sense, turns to emotional life, and activeness. Is found harmoniously in Bhakti in love. So. Karma is one thing, gyan is another, they cancel one another out. Action cancels out knowledge, knowledge cancels out action. Mm-hmm. If we're acting in relation to things that don't endure, while well, we're, as I often say, in pursuit of enduring happiness, we're acting in ignorance, there's no knowledge. That's cancelling out knowledge. If knowledge comes mm-hmm. that, oh, uh I shouldn't pursue enduring life, in relation to things, that don't endure, then action is cancelled out. Mm-hmm. But in Bhakti, b- Krishna Anushilanam, Anushilanam, silanam implies both active life and inactive or invisible internal life. So There's an internal and external aspect to Bhakti. Mm-hmm. Um, active life with the sadaka-deha, Goswami has set a nice example, building temples writing books, they were very active uh, in these things, and had deep inner life. And then it became the subject of what they wrote about, hmm? inner life, the invisible things. They made visible to us, to some extent, through their writing. We had a nice discussion about this in relation to a question about Briyat Bhagavatam, Sanatan Goswami Swami the other night, where we wrote the first book of Gauti Vaishnavism. Hmm? So the invisible life their inner life they've made it somewhat visible to us and accessible an approach to it through their through their their writing so anyway, anyway bhakti remarkably has both action and knowledge combined perfectly in a dedicating tendency towards the absolute the ongoing cultivation of that um, so it's very straightforward it's very simple it says if material life is going this way or that way, boga or tiag, one way or the other, let's take them both, put them together, and add some glue that will make them stick and have meaning and purpose unto themselves so that, so that we don't keep going around in a circle because boga leads to tiag and tiag leads to boga. and you, you, you try to enjoy something, you get tired of it. You want to renounce it. You haven't had it for a while, you want to try it again. Not satisfied, again, you renounce it. We... We go through the world like this. We, we do maybe we put down one thing forever, but we pick up something made of the same stuff <laughs> and pursue it, and put it down, and put it. So, uh, uh, other than a systematic process or path of gan or karma, we're doing gan and karma. We're acting and and um, and and knowing that the actions are not fulfilling in, in relation to, in non-enduring magic appearances and so forth. Um, but we keep doing it. We keep knowing it. We keep doing it. And so, so, these are... Uh, and this is the Bhagavatam story about these two. Um, you go all the way to heaven get as high as you can, as much ac- acquisition as you can in the path of karma, and it ends, and back, back down you come again and start over again. And, and uh, often... Um tiag brings brings things to you also people like you, and it, you, know, you seem renounced and so anyway, they kind of chase one another, boga Tiag and neither one of them, Gyan nor karma, can give us release from 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 samsara because they are governed by respectively sat Rajas and sattva hmm? of course we have to distinguish with regard to Gyan, it's a complex subject we are a unit of Gan. We are the substratum of jñāna. It means that we are the unit of consciousness, cognizant, unlike matter. There's something else called jñāna also, which is, as I often say, there's light and its capacity to illuminate. It's luminous and it illuminates things. Hmm? That illuminating capacity of the light that sheds light on other things is reflected in the subtle and causal body of the jiva, hmm? and that becomes a sattvic form of knowledge intelligibility by which things are known to the jiva about the world. hmm? Um, That knowledge, that sattvic, that you are a unit of knowledge, chit, consciousness that that's transcendental but that chit that self doesn't know anything it doesn't know anything or everything hardly (laughs) hardly any of everything but it doesn't know anything it knows things about the world hmm, through sattva and it will know things about bhagwan through bhakti it has the capacity to know you understand the jiva has the capacity to know in a way that inert matter does not hmm? inert achit and what's the opposite of inert? Well, I don't know in English, but it's chit. In, in, in Sanskrit, animate, inanimate. like I, Aware, has the capacity to know. Hmm? So the knowing, even the knowing of sattva, is dependent upon the jiva. Because when the jiva has uh, anima- animates, if you will, like, like a magnet, the example is given in the Bhagavatam, like a magnet maybe in one place by its invisible power it can attract magnetic filings at a distant place looks like magic of course we we'll say well it's by magnetic power uh, yes uh, well, we're just giving an example <laughs> the jiva has a certain power Consciousness has a certain power so it, it it takes the flakes if you will of magnetic flakes of matter earth water fire or ether, however you want to describe it and gives it shape and and form, and so on and so forth. So, um, the jiva really is, in a sense, a unit of knowledge, of chit, but it's important to kind of briefly or make that that point, um, because it's not that, well, the, the jiva now becomes enlightened, it knows everything. It knows itself, and of course, it's enlightened in the context of bhakti. It knows things that that can't be known only by the influence of sattva The highest reach of the sattva guna is, of course, that it can let us know theoretically about ourselves, hmm? uh, in the con- context of, of our being illusioned and so forth. So anyway, but knowing and action, in the way I'm talking about it, sattva and rajas, respectively. Sattva and rajas, two of the three gunas, and Thomas as well, cannot, that influence cannot... Produce a transcendental result. Hmm? So to be successful, in terms of even a a path of jnana, for example, oriented as it is towards transcendence, there must be some bhakti. And the more bhakti, of course, the better. And our school is uttam bhakti, bhakti, ananya bhakti, only bhakti, exclusive bhakti, shuddha bhakti. Hmm? And the result is is extraordinary and and the path is relatively speaking, comparatively um, easy, easy path. Hmm? Just cut the knot and go. It Requires a little bit of common sense, but to to untie the world, the world knot. Hmm? And Sugadeva is said to have untied the world knot. Therefore, why did he study the Bhagavatam, hmm? or it's, or why did he study a Grantha, a scripture? when he goes beyond grantas, near grantas, beyond books. Hmm? So this is a book that is is beyond knots, and at the same time, it is a knot. Hmm? It, the way it gets us beyond the knots of material life is to tie us in a knot, in a bond, with with Krishna, hmm? which is very beautifully and poetically um, played out, for example, in the dhammad Lila in Vatsalya rasa, a nice example, hmm? to tie him up. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, of course, she was tied to him. She tied him up because she was afraid he was going to run away. Um, not really to punish him, but to tie to keep him there. Hmm? So, it's a bond, it, it is a knot in the heart that we want. We have to untie the one knot of material life and tie ourselves in a knot to Krishna. Bhagavatam is... Very capable of doing that. This is the book of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's the Granta Raj. Hmm? And as we're saying, and so what then is Chaitanya charitamrita <laughs> Krishna has Kaviraj in the eighth chapter. He was described there again. In a, a, we were saying a, a, a glimpse, giving a glimpse into his later life. And he became, it was... By the mercy of Man- Manangopal, the deity gave, gave her his garland to him, and mystically, you know, at, at the time of darshan. The garland fell off, and the priest was told by the deity, Give it to him. And he was selected. And the Vaishnavas had all said previously, You should write about the later pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He, all the assembled Vaishnavas. And still he went to Manangopal. To, Make sure that it, that it was the right course, that, 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 that he wasn't mishearing them, <laughs> and Manugopal gave the confirmation. So these are um, very nice um How you say? Um, you yeah, know what is it? Yeah, what is the Sanskrit? Guyatam hmm? to reveal the heart. So, these are a couple instances In early in the fifth chapter when he had Ma, Nidana, came in the dream and later the Vaishnavas assembled, Managopala gave him a blessing. And mystically, internally, he was commanded to write Chaitanya Charitamrita, and he humbly took up the task. And it's perhaps at that time or having accomplished the task in his very old age, writing Chaitanya Charitamrita, that he was given the title Kaviraj. Hmm? The, the king, Vyasa, the Adi Raj, Adi Kavi, excuse me, Adi Kavi, the original Kavi, hmm? Hmm. who penned the Bhagavatam. Just, thus is the Kavi Raj; <laughs> he's writing the distilled essence of Srimad Bhagavatam, the form of Chaitanya Charitamrita. He's a very special person and a very special book. And his the glimpse that he offers us into his life and how the book came about is very endearing, very insightful, helpful to us, and from there, of course, just, just giving a summary of what we've been discussing, he then began to speak about the figurative tree, his figurative tree of bhakti, in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the gardener, and he becomes the tree, and the tree divides into two main branches, who are non-different from him, as a Advaita and Gadadhar, which is Advaita and, and Nityananda Prabhu, and then the many branches or, uh, Shrivas, uh, Radhar, Shrivas, Adi, Gorbhakta Bunda. Shrivas, and all the devotees, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and uh, and uh, and Mahaprabhu's then desire to see that the fruits are distributed. It was compared to a fig tree that has lots and lots and lots and lots of fruits. Hmm? You've probably seen them. We've got a whole orchard we started at Audari and it's, lot of fruits um from just one tree so how can i possibly consume them all i can i'll have to distribute them how can i distribute them all i'm one person i need help help and so he goes out to get help and we become the help and and uh and we're helped by being, by, by 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 helping <laughs> um it's a great opportunity for us and so then Subsequent chapters, ninth chapter, then tenth, tenth chapter, eleventh chapter, twelfth chapter, he starts to just describe so many of the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and in groups, the associates, the devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who were associated uh, primarily with Nityananda Prabhu, the devotees who were associated with Advaita Prabhu those who are associated with uh, the Gadadhar Pandit and Srivastati and the rest and so forth. And very nice, just, it's beautiful just to go through the chapter and just sing the Bengali names one after another after another. Poetically put together of all these associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The big subject, the Parikara. We say, uh, in the name is the Rup, Guna, Lila, in the name of Krishna is his form, is also to be found. His qualities are to be found. His Leela is to be found. And sometimes we say, Guna, Rupa, Parikar, Leela. Parikar and Leela go together because Leela means his pastimes and that in relation to hmm, his devotees, the Parikar, the associates, his eternal associates. So, very important. Krishna's never alone, as Prabhupada used to say. So who he's with, they embody the various types of love, of bhakti rasa, that are to be followed by the different uh, devotees. So their names are mentioned. When we hear them in songs and so forth. They should really try to resonate with those names. They are so, these persons are so dear to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They're like part of his makeup, hmm? practically. hmm? Their names are all names of Krishna. And Krishna, it is said, Sanatana Goswami makes the point in Briyat Bhagavatam that the name of Krishna is more different, more pleasing to Krishna, than Krishna is pleasing to himself. (laughs) And his devotees' names are all names of themselves. (laughs) They're all very dear. So, um, to become, um, I want to say, uh, attracted to them, identified with them. Hmm? Um, These are, this is your group, these are your people. Uh, This is, uh, it may look like we're a small group, but look again, (laughs) we we are just, you know, we're part of the satellite of a very big group here, of the mother uh, ship of Mahav- Mahavakuntha, so that's uh, part of the majority is, is, is the point. A bit, of a, a bit of an outpost here. but <laughs> And so um, from there then he goes into an, a, a uh, synopsis of the birth pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and that's the last chapter that uh, we discussed, I think we discussed that in, in, in Madhavan, um, he introduces the chapter of course very nicely by it, it begins in Goloka in the Braj um, with a nice Bengali verse that Krishna had a desire. Hmm. And very quickly, having said that, he says, and um, before he appeared he his Guru Arga was sent to the world, means his the elders, his guru guru madjapuri uh the um ishwapuri his guru his father and mothers uh, jagannath misra and tachi uh, the elders elder sannyasis Paramadana Puri, and so forth were the made up the elders uh, the the guru varga the, the, the associates of his uh, his um, his guru and so forth and param guru all came before him and amongst them the prominent one is Advaita, Advaita Charity, with then a brief description of Advaita who was performing the Kirtan in his house and the leading devotee in the community of, of Brajmandal and and the out external purpose for Chetanamah whose descent comes out to bestow compassion upon the Jivas. And we had a nice discussion on Gorpuni about the compassion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, how that plays out given the impassibility of the Godhead hmm? being beyond material emotion and the feelings of sorrow for those who are a sorrowful group, <laughs> who are in ignorance. Hmm? As it was a long discussion worth worth listening to the Gaurapurinim lectures. You said you were listening to them. So, um... Impassibility means God is beyond material emotion and, and sorrow for others in their material conditions. Especially when you want to replace it with material happiness, that, that is uh, material. So so he has compassion for the, for, for the world through his devotees. And it's a long discussion. We'll go into it here. But at any rate, Advaita. Um, and the outer purpose of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, distribution. Basically, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Bhagawan, but he's in the bhava of a devotee, and the devotees are the medium through which the comp- compassion of Bhagavan is expressed through the world indirectly. Mm. Um, so, some some few words about Advaita, his method, and he introduces Sachi, huh. the world of mother, mm. Gave this gave Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi to the world hmm. with her permission? She brought him in the world and she gave him up for the world, hmm. um, for all of us. So, our indebtedness to her. Jiva Goswami has a, a commentary on the uh, um, Ashavad verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is Rupa Goswami's Namaskar verse of his dramas, so either, either Vidagdamada or Lita Mada, I forget. anarpita Pitachariam In his commentary on this, uh, Jiva Goswami goes on at some length about the name Sachinandan. Sachinandan, that's invoked by Sanatana in this this verse, very compelling. What is her position? We are much uh, in indebted to her. Again, she gave him to the world as a, in terms of his sannyasliva, which uh, Bhagavatam describes Tedasuripsitarajalakshmindamist Arya Bachasa Y Ragadharanyam Mayamrigam Daita Ipsitum Anvadhabad. Bunde Mahapurushati Charanadavindam. Mayamrigam, that's us. For those who are bewildered by Maya. Mayamrigam Daita. Daita means compassion, mercy. That he left home yakchakasudus chatatsurepitraj Lakshmi. He gave up Vishnupriya. Hmm? Raj Lakshmi. And Sachi had as well. They were left together. Hmm? And um, ostensibly, on the curse of the Brahmin, who cursed him because he wouldn't let him in the kirtan, because he said, I should be allowed in his kirtan, I only drink milk. Mahaprabhu said, (laughs) that may be good to be a vegan or only a milking or whatever, whatever kind of purity in a mundane sense, but that's not going to get you into my rasa kirtan. Hmm? I'll let you in if I want. And... And if you, if, if anything, humility and understanding of the uh, the, the false currency of material um, prowess, abilities, strength, and so forth, as much as that's understood, you're in a sympathetic kind of position, a, a teachable moment for taking advantage of the dispensation of Mahabharata. But when you're a kinshinagocha, a little bit materially exhausted. Hmm, um, so he came out, of course, of his kirtans in the house of Shivas and made them public of his own accord. You want to go there, get in, break down the door by any method. The only method you can go there is if he wants to let you in. When he wants to let you in, then you can go in. And meanwhile, if you're waiting and want to get in, hmm, then he'll certainly take, take some steps in your direction if you've been touched by his devotees. He has to go to you. Hmm. So he's under the control of bhakti. So he came out in his own, of course, and his sannyas leela, and Sachi giving a blessing to that. Their Goswami says that, uh, that if, if he's saying that Mahaprabhu says anyone who says suchy, suchi, referring to my mother has, has said all recited all the Vedas three times and, and understands their meaning, and will be delivered and so forth. Things like this, very, very um, a considerable glorification of her. You can, you know, this is on Rupa Goswami's mind when he's writing, writing the verse, hmm. and uh, so um, such he's introduced, and Jagannath Misra's introduced. Jagannath Misra, of course, left the world um, early. Hmm. We wonder sometimes why he left the world. He is Nanda Maharaj himself, Vasudeva and Nanda Maharaj combined, two fathers of Krishna in in Vrindavan and Mathura together. Why did he leave? Of course, it's my own thought on the matter, but um, for good reason. Hmm? Because when Krishna left Vrindavan to go to Mathura, it was Nanda Maharaj that, Convinced uh, Yashoda, "Let him go, I'll bring him back." And he's the king of the, of the cowards, so they all they couldn't bear to have him go, hmm, at all, but at least if none emerged was we going to vouch that he'd come back, that's something to hold on to, hmm, to get us through hmm, until he returns. The king had called, "Bring him here, the two boys, to wrestle. I think that'll be entertaining, hmm? to take two or 11 11-year-old boys and put them up against um, the wrestler. <laughs> uh, you know, you think of the professional out there. It was Haystack's Calhoun when I was a kid. I used to watch it. We were real young. That's when it first started coming out. guy weighed like 600 pounds. And he would just sit on you, and that was it. But... Uh, so that's what you know just to give you a picture you know you've ever watched that wrestling those characters they're they're excellent actors um and tough people too but that's Chanura and mustika you know that the comes and thought, wouldn't it be nice to have wrestling match between 12 year old boys <laughs> and then, and so that's the that's the vibatsa from the audience when the boys stood in the wrestling assembly then all the different rasas were experienced three different people, all the different primary five and secondary seven, twelve rasas, and some of the people experienced vibatza. This is a disgusting idea, idea. Hmm? that these boys will be put to fight with, with these with, with these monsters. Hmm? It would, you know, if you're going to have gladiators, you know, now it's football, you know, uh, it's the same thing, it just keeps going on. Um, fill the stadium and watch people beat one another up. And, <laughs> Little more finesse and athleticism, but uh, uh, but but uh, at least they should have opponents that you know are of some um, of, uh, equality. But so, of course, the boys won. That's another thing. Hmm. And uh, but but once they won, then Vasudev, the, the cousin brother of, of Nanda Mura, the other father of Krishna. Said, look, your boy's already here, you know. you got to get him an education. And Sunday Panimuni is right here at Avanti, and you couldn't find a better teacher. And you're, You know, so, the country bumpkin Nanda Maharaj was kind of bamboozled by the city slicker Vasudev, and he came back without the Krishna. So, now you can imagine how, Everybody was really pissed off with Nanda. Of, no, not at all. Hmm. He said he, he he would bring him back, but when he came back empty-handed, they could feel his own um, sorrow and his disappointment, knowing his disappointment being uh, separate from Krishna and knowing and considering himself to be the cause of the disappointment of everybody in Braj made his own self-disappointment greater than everybody in the brudge combined, so all sympathy went to Nanda hmm? But it's a very um, uh, emotionally charged event, both the leaving of Krishna, which is we, we have gopis throwing themselves on the ground in front of the chariot, not allowing it to go, and so forth, and Nandamarj clearing the path and then coming back without them, and... And, and it's it's and this is, and that's the beginning of the end of life uh, as we knew it in Vrindavan, hmm? and there's only weeping and life is is gone. And Krishna's there actually in their love, but he's appear, appears to be absent and doing other things in, in another country, hmm? and then to Dwarka and so forth. And some messages come and. And so it's a beginning of a very long period of uh, separation that that really is um, showcases the love for the inhabitants of Vrindavan. Um, but the point here is that Nanda's plight was exceeded that of, of, of everyone's, or everyone's combined was experienced by him in some measure, and so. Here's another Leela, Gaur Leela, and he couldn't go through it again. Let Sachi be the one who gives him permission to go. (laughs) Because Mahabharata put himself in the hands of Sachi and said, I did something in a moment of madness. I'm 24 years old. I took sannyas. And what's wrong with me? And mom, (laughs) I put myself in your hands. She came to Advaita place in Shantipur, where Nityananda Prabhu tricked Mahaprabhu, and brought him back there thinking he was he was taking him to Vrindavan. You can see how bewildered Mahaprabhu was, how how with the sannyasa, the loss of external consciousness, and then he kind of wakes up and goes, wait a minute, I'm in Shantipur, and my mother's here, and everybody else. And I must have dreamed I took sannyasa, I did take sannyasa, what's wrong with me? Mom, tell me, what should I do? And so she has the difficult task of of finding some balance, because what's done is done; he's become a sannyasi to give it up would make him ridiculed by the religious sector of the world, and their whole world was was you know, their the whole community was was religious you know so but then to let him go and leave home and take sannyas what how will we fare? In that condition, these are the two opposite ends of the spectrum that she had to find balance for. And of course, with her motherly wisdom, she came up with a with a solution that was by which she was able to somewhat pacify herself and, and everyone else, Mahabrabhu included, that instead of going to Vrindavan where you were headed, which is the right place to go, to enter the forest of Vrindavan, go to Jagannath Puri. That's also a holy place. And it's very close, comparatively, to Nabadweep, so much so that it's thought to be just another room in the same house, and people are always going to and fro, hmm? always going to and fro. Prabhupada, as a boy, he told me, and he's told it in a little but he told me personally as well, he wrote about it, but he told me that as a boy I used to wait. Hmm? And I, a, a dream, my dream was that I get a ticket on the train to go to Jagannath Puri and see the Yatra. What a childhood aspiration. What do you want to be when you grow up? A <laughs> devotee. What do you want to do? Go to Rathyatra and participate there. Yeah. This was his dream. Of course, then his father got him a Rathyatra cart, a mini cart. And he said, and I performed Rathayatra and the neighbors came and he said, and they thought it was play, but it was real, he said. And now he said, Tell me, in a big way I'm doing that all over the world. So Jagannath Puri and Navadvip there, they're connected. Hmm? Uh, there's much commerce between and people passing and so on and so forth. The great Sarvabhama, but the Charja hailed from Navadweep. He had become the, the pandit uh, par excellence in in the uh, um, kingdom of Rajputta Purudra and Jagannath Puri. And uh, that's a good example. And he was associated with Mahaprabhu's elders, um, so when Mahaprabhu came, it's just an example to illustrate the point, when Mahaprabhu came to Puri, well, there was Hm. so he's from Navadvipa, so he was kind of like at home, while away from home, so this was Sachi's uh, solution, hmm. and so news about Mahaprabhu would come, indeed, the devotees would come every year for the Ratha to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. Hundreds of them would come hmm? and stay for the four months of the rainy season hmm? and bring to Jagannath Puri a kind of worship that had never been seen before. The king was astounded to see it. Hmm? He said, Sarvabhoma told him, Chaitanya Shrishta Premnam Sankirtan. Prem, nam sen prem sen girtan. This is the Shrishta, the creation of Chaitanya. It's called Prem Sankirtan. Hmm? Prem Sankirtan. No, it it's it's not, wasn't known. It was it's not known in Baikuntha. It's from Golok. Golokeru Premodan, Hadi Namsan Girtan says. That's been exported from Golok. Hmm? When Gopukumar went to Baikunta, he yeah, yeah, you're seeing all these Baikunta people, you're seeing pigeons and monkeys and and all types of forms of life. Eh, and then and they would change into different forms and they're all this this ongoing changing expression of dasyarasa experiencing the lord of Vaikuntha in different ways all seeing him and all seeing him differently showing what he wanted and he's there <laughs> fascinated by this in you know in his coward form they say you should take one of these groups forehand he said no, no, no that won't work for me and uh, and so then they all become coward boys and Narayan shows himself as Paul, and they say, Play your flute, play your flute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he starts playing his flute and uh, the Lord of vaikuntha is, is is very pleased by that. Hmm. But um but he had seen Am in the world, but he wasn't finding it in, in, in the he wasn't finding it there in in uh, in in in, in, in he began to chant, Hey Krishna! Hey Gopal! Hey Krishna! Hey Gopal! <laughs> like and they said, Shh, don't talk like that. You don't chant like that. You have to do it in meter, in a perfect order, and in, in this way, this is what a kirtan is. Hmm? <laughs> I had experience like that, I've told you before, in, both in South India and in North India. both in Rishikesh, Lakshman Jula, and uh, in South India. In South India we were doing installation of deities at the Marsh's ashram, he brought these uh, Madhva Brahmins to come. They did a real nice ceremony with a real, real elaborate ritual performance. And then after it was over, and then the deities were brought up from the pit of the sacrifice, and we placed them on the altar. Well, we did Nams and Kirtan. And these guys looked at us like we were from, well, Goloka, you know, from somewhere that they hadn't been. What the heck? That's... A, Weird, different, you know. I mean, they are chanting God's names, but, you know, it's not like, you're not supposed to do it like that. In the North Indian, in Lakshman Jewel, just above Rishikesh, we would, we would go to this um, uh, Satyanarayan temple hmm? and um, in the evenings in Dukirtan. Du- they would come in and chant Bhagavatam and other verses and so forth. Hmm? And it, it was nice because in the evening, two of the verses they would chant. Some of the verses they would chant were from the section of the in the eleventh canto. That we understand to be speaking about Mahaprabhu. Krishna tisakrishnam jayam I look at them like, "You with us?" You know. <laughs> they didn't know what I was thinking. And then when we do kirtan, they thought we were, we were we were rather odd. But the Buchari. It was a young guy, he liked it, and he, and, he, and he said, I like you guys, you know, I like that. St- Can I follow you? Can I go with you? We were leaving the next morning. Mm-hmm. We'd been there a few nights. We said, yeah, you come, we're going over to Dublin. And then, uh, then, he, then he asked, do I have to change my religion? And we said, no, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty much one and different, you know, from what you're doing. But he got afraid after we didn't come in the morning. He said he'd have to change his religion from Vaikuntha worship to... Mahavagun, the hidden place, the Goloka. This is where this Sankirtan of Mahapu comes from. So they hadn't been seen in the world. He started it. Hari Hari Namakrishna And he gave the name. This is the Mahamantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Hare Hare. This should be chanted. Hmm? And Chaitanya Bhagavad we find. So they came, hundreds of them from Navadvipa, annually. The king had never seen anything like it before. And sarva said, yes, this is the creation of Mahaprabhu, hmm? from his own world, from Goloka. So, Sachi, Sachi. So Sachi was introduced, Jagannath Mishra was introduced in that uh, what, 13th chapter where the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu described, brief verse on the internal meaning, introducing of uh, the, the the, 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 elders of Mahaprabhu, Advaita, being principal, the external meaning, also mentioned there, the associates introduced, hm, some of them, then the, then the description of the astrological, uh, arrangement of the planets at the time of Mahaprabhu's birth, thirteen months in the womb, cause of concern, Nilambar Chakravarti, the, the, the father of Sachi he came he as an astrologer and a pundit and said, mm-hmm, did a calculation and he said, The child will be born on this day, because this day says Bhagawan will come on this day. It's a very special person and so forth. And and uh so the chart is given there, mentioned there. And um and the and the, the, the beautiful description of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance in conjunction with the malefic um, Rahu. Hmm? With a moment of piety, <laughs> transcendental piety, thought, huh, who cares for the piety that the moon is compared to in relation to me? Because the moon is thought to be a pious planet, and the Rahu is a malefic planet. So when the when the, the Rahu, the Earth shadow, personified or planetized, <laughs> <laughs> covers the covers the moon, it's thought to be inauspicious but I was thinking this guy thinks he's auspicious this moon, but you know, because he's white compared to me, i'm dark and shadowy he's 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 luminous, and i'm what's what's the opposite opaque and opaque opaque is the opposite uh, im'm i am i am obscure and he and he illuminates and so but he's got spots on him, so he's not perfect. Hmm. And meanwhile, this Chaitanya, he's perfect. <laughs> he's extraordinary. Hmm. This is the way of the devotees, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Even the envious people become pious in their association. Hmm. So a moment of piety for, transcendental piety for, for Rahu. And he covered the moon. Hmm. And so everybody in the water in the Ganges bathing, to counteract the inauspiciousness and chanting Hari, Krishna, Ram and so the name came and preceded Chaitanya to the name we will find Chaitanya Bhagavan in Kali Yuga hmm? so he caused his name to 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 manifest and be heralded throughout and then he made his appearance and then the elder ladies came hmm? Advitas, Sita Thakurani and she, she was stuck with wife Malani and and um, she, Sita Thakurani is particularly emphasized as the maya with her opulence and so forth and, and giving the name the name, the nickname that would stick. This is a, his his name ascertained by Nilambar Chakabarthi was Vishwambar. It's a, a name with some Aishwarya in his Madhurya name, given by Sita. Uh, Nimai, born into the neem tree, as he was, thinking that the neem tree can counteract inauspiciousness. Let his name him, Nimai, that he might be protected. Mm? And, of course, that he might protect the world. Mm? He's the nourisher of the world, Vishwambar, but in a special way, by giving praying mm? So all these things were described... In the previous chapter, in a, in a, which constitutes a synopsis of the birth, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and now tonight and tomorrow night, we, we come to chapter 14, hmm? which is now the Bala Bala-lila. You know, all this in Sutra form and it's a condensed form. He wants to go through these pastimes in particular um, because, remember that as we said earlier, uh, as he has himself explained, Chaitanya Charitamrita is more more focused on the later pastimes indeed in the previous chapter kaviraj goswami said that while i'm dividing my book into three sections the adi lila the madhuliila the bhaganti lila the middle pastimes in particular are the most important they're the teaching pastimes of Chaitanya and they're important in that sense because without them you're never going to enter into navdwip or all these earlier sweet pastimes before he takes sannyas are described. So we have to learn a little tattva and get some samband and fuel our practice of chanting. <clears throat> um, but and of course Das is dealt with in much more um, more extensively with the with the early Navadwe pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. So that's a, the treasure of Chaitanya Bhagavad. That's what he repeatedly Krishnadas defers to and this is why he's deferring to it. His book is, is more scholarly and more theologically refined, hmm? but it, but the, the philosophy and the theology are all meant to help us to enter into the Navadvipa Lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, the descriptions of that are something to defer to, hmm? to bow to, yeah. is the specialty, speciality of uh, Das's work. Hmm? The emphasis here is on 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 why those are important. Hmm? Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, let's make that clear. And he's Krishna in the form of in the mood of Radha and, and what that means and, uh, and 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 this is his teaching that he gave the Goswamis, Rupa Sanatana and and it's condensed in here all the work of the Goswamis practically and especially in the in the Madhulila, which is the largest Section of the book mm. and so here. He is now giving some description of the birth briefly a brief description of the, the Early childhood pastimes and will go to the Poganda Lila mm. the young boy pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu this a brief and then Then the Sadi Lila will end with the Kishore and the sannyasa of Mahaprabhu and then we'll enter into the of course the uh, Modi Lila itself so Brief review of where we're at, and uh, we, I think we'll begin this ch- 14th chapter tomorrow. It's nice to be with all of you, and nice some of you have made a journey to come here to Maravan How long to be here? Month? <laughs> Month of Sundays. <laughs> and, uh, and and Branda. Okay, good, good. Any question? I'm going to go, Paul. You're here for weekend. Good. Yes. Um, When you first started talking, you were talking about the five types of liberation within bhakti, and one of them is kind of like emerging. Where? Is that, is that in Vaikuntha? No, uh, there's, there's five types of mukti described in the Bhagavatam. Salokya, Thilvan Ilan Vaikuntha. It means Salokya. Um, salokya, Shasti to have the same opulence, powers of, of, of Narayan. Salokya, Shasti Samipya. Samipya means to be a personal attendant of Narayan. There is some gradation there within Vaikuntha, the different types of devotees. Hmm? And Gopakumar began, Hey, Gopal, hey, Krishna. And they said, You can't do that. You, know, you can't chant like that. That was the first response. You can't do that here. Uh, that's not what kirtan means. Hmm? And then they said, uh, Those pastimes of Krishna, those are just, you know, for the sake of killing Kamsa, Narayan, you know, does that. It's not something we talk about. Hmm? Uh, and then some other door said, no, no, it's not like that. You, you guys are, don't understand those pastimes very well. All the pastimes are good. They're okay. You know? And then, then there's a third group that, that, that understood them better still, but not perfectly. Hmm? So there's a gradation even of understanding there, from coming from approaching that realm from different, slightly nuanced paths and practices and so forth. Hmm. So... Anyway, Salokya, Shasti, Samipya, and there's a gradation here also. Samipya means to be a personal attendant, and Gopakumar got to be the flute player and fanner mm-hmm. of Narayan while he was there. Salokya, Shasti, Samipya, Sarupya. Sarupya means to have a form like Narayan. And then there's Sayuja. Sayuja is, is the odd man out hmm, of them in that, that that in Sayuja, one is not in Vaikuntha. But in the in, in, in the effulgence of Brahman, in the Brahman manifestation of Bhagwan, so there's a merging of the jiva with the effulgence, but not in the way that Shankar talks about it, because the jiva doesn't is not subject to transformation, so it doesn't become Brahman. And neither is it illusory and not Brahman to begin with, as Shankar says. Shankar says that the jiva is not really, it's an illusion. The world's an illusion, it doesn't exist. And the idea of an individual jiva doesn't exist. There's only this pulsating Brahman. So we, we don't read the scriptures like that for good reason. But the merging into Brahman, the, there's something similar to that that we call sayuja. Hmm. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's beneath Shantarasa. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you have bhakti, if you have mm-hmm. mixed with bhakti, you can attain that. Mm-hmm. But we don't consider it desirable. No, no, you can't come back from there. No. That's why we call it spiritual suicide. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how you going to come back. It's beyond the modes of nature. What's going to bring you back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could say, well, you're, 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 all your potential is not realized as a jiva, but it's a form of mukti. Hmm. When it is sometimes said, they come back from there. It refers, if you look carefully at the, those texts and commentaries, it refers to the stage, the penultimate stage, the stage just before. There's Jivan mukta and videha mukta. Jivan mukta means liberated in this life. He's liberated, identified with Brahman, but karma is the uh, Prabda, the manifest karma, is still playing itself out, and the body dies, and that karma is done. He's not responding to the karma, so he's not implicating himself. And then he merges. That's called videha. So without a body, beyond the body, there's the mukti means in the body, and then the body's gone. He enters into brahman. Once you're gone there, you're gone. From videha mukti, from mukti you can, you could become a devotee, hmm? or you could. Become something undesirable. Also, <laughs> you could, you know, you can, you can fall from the position of Jivan Mukti if you offend Bhakti, hmm? and if you, if your, your Yoga is, is mixed with some Bhakti, and it's your desire, then you can attain Sayujj Mukti, hmm? or if there's a little more Bhakti, you can attain Shantarasa. a little more bhakti and good association, you contain dasiras. So. if there's any bhakti, how could you just like merge? Because bhakti manifests for the sake of giving that. So bhakti gives that. mm? Mm, It's not that there's any bhakti going on there. mm? But as as a way of blessing so so bhakti is employed there as a means but not as an end so bhakti will allow herself to be employed as a means for attaining that type of mukti if someone so desires but those who are a little more well versed in bhakti don't recommend that (laughs) put it like that anything else Sriman Mahaprabhu ke jai, yeah, yeah. Sisiratha Madhava ke jai, Gaur Bhaktabindu ke jai, Hod Premanande.